Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. You know, it's no surprise to anyone listening that we think the government does a lot of ridiculous things some of the time, or maybe even most of the time. <laughs> but today I thought it'd be fun to discuss some silly laws that are on the books right now and, and laws that I think prove just how absurd the government can sometimes be. I'll, I'll, I'll start with one. So in Virginia, hunting on Sundays is forbidden unless you kill a raccoon. <laughs> and that means you can't kill a bird or any other nuisance species but apparently raccoons are okay why well you know i don't know that anyone really knows and frankly i know how laws are made and these things aren't always thought through well all the time so silly law <laughs> so someone in virginia really hated raccoons at, at one point I which guess. is funny because i live here and i've never seen a raccoon so maybe that's why <laughs> all they've all been exterminated all right so my next one mine comes from vermont which is bernie sanders state who we don't we don't really love but so there and this one is so silly and so vermont it's illegal to prohibit clotheslines for drying your clothes and most of our listeners probably don't even know what that is because nobody uses them anymore but before washers and dryers, people would, or dryers specifically, people would hang their clothes out to dry, right? There would be like a line between two poles and you'd hang your clothes out to dry. Well, for some reason, I think it's because Vermont is trying to go green. Like they're trying to, like they want people to not use things that make their lives a million times easier. So they've decided that you can't ban clotheslines because that will prevent people from using dryers and then the environment will be saved. So someone was trying to ban clotheslines? No, that's the thing. Like, no one was trying to ban clotheslines. Oh but somebody God. decided the clotheslines needed a spokesperson. Like, someone needed to defend the clotheslines. Wow. And so the, there you go. The clothesline caucus of legislators. <laughs> so, okay, I've got a silly one, and it comes from my state. We, we did one from your state, Virginia. So now it's uh, Utah's turn. So maybe I've shared this before on the podcast. I don't actually remember, but I'm a beekeeper and I've had this hobby for about six or seven years and I love it. It's so fun. I mean, is that in your backyard, just in your backyard? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, on any given year, I've got between like three to five hives, which uh, makes more than enough honey for our family. We end up always selling a bunch and giving some away as gifts. So it's just a lot of a lot of fun and it's like the one hobby I have outside of work. So <laughs> I keep it and uh, and it's a tasty hobby. So it's a lot of fun and bees are just super, super fascinating. Well, uh, maybe from like old cartoons or something, some of the kids out there have, I don't even know if kids these days watch old cartoons. I guess they just watch the latest cartoons. They've all been canceled now. I think. They've all been canceled <laughs> down the memory hole. Um, so anyways, there's this type of beehive that you see in like cartoons and drawings and stuff like that. And it's, it's kind of like traditional beehive. Like when you go to the store and you buy a jar of honey and they'll have like a little drawing on there, right? It's, it's kind of like the, ha what do you even call it? Like a basket um, with, uh, I'm, I'm trying to like <laughs> describe. It's like the typical bee, like it's what you think of. When you think of right. Beehive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an, ups like, like an upside down basket, like a kind of like a half circle, yeah. you know, that comes to a top, maybe has a little handle at the top. It's just a very traditional looking beehive. Like you say, when you think, beehive is what comes to mind so this this type of beehive is called a skep that's that's the name of it how do you spell that s-k-e-p skep oh, okay. 
And this is how beehives used to, uh, you know, be used that that's why that kind of became the image of beehives is because that's what beehives were now the problem with this type of beehive is is it has a little entrance and the bees can go in and out and and so if you know how like honeycomb works or like you've seen a beehive maybe in a youtube video or something you know that the beehives build their little wax um uh kind of frames in, in this long line and, and sometimes they'll kind of go in little patterns and deviate and stuff but but it's all like in this line of, of cells wax cells that that the bees will build either to put their little baby bees in for the queen's eggs or they'll store their nectar in there to turn it into honey or they'll store pollen in there and so when you are in a skep, when, when all the bees are in a skep, they're building out all this wax wherever they want. Sometimes they're straight lines, sometimes they go crazy. But the whole thing is full of wax. And, and in between all of these rows of wax is what's called bee space, which I believe is about three-eighths of an inch. It's just enough for bees to kind of go in between and maneuver. But other than that, they, they pack it tight. And so think of yourself as a beekeeper. Hey, it's time to harvest your honey. Um, and so let's go to the skep and you lift it up and the whole thing comes out. How the heck do you get honey out of there? Um, or, or even before you want to get the honey, if you just want to check on the health of your bees, how do you, how do you get in there? Everything is just tight. You can't, you have to destroy the hive, right? If you want to like tear anything out for honey or if you want to inspect things, like it's just not a good way of doing things. So there was this guy with the last name Langstroth who I don't even remember it was. It was at least a century ago. He invented a new hive. So if you've seen like the beehives, which are boxes, like stacked boxes, right? Which is like 99 They're like drawers. There's like drawers in them, right? Uh, sort, sort of. They're not actually drawers. You you lift the frames out. So it's like a big like box, a mid- like, like the walls. And there's little frames inside that are oh, removable. Okay. And so the, the bees build all their wax uh, onto these frames and you can remove the frames, you can reorder them, you can take them out of one box, put them in another. And so you can kind of control the, the growth of all of this wax. And, and then, of course, what goes in the wax with these removable frames. They're amazing. And, uh, and so everyone uses them today because it just makes sense. Why would you ever use, you know, this, this skep basket method if you have to like destroy your your hive to do anything with it and so these removable hives are amazing and and they're good for two reasons uh well many but one is like you can extract the honey super easy and then you can put everything back in the hive and they can keep using all the wax like it's just really good when you want to pull the honey out but then also when you want to check for like bee diseases there's like pests mites and diseases and things like that and you want to check on your hive you want to you know make sure do i need to give them any treatments are they healthy and, and so that's why it's super helpful. You can just pull out the frames and do a little visual inspection and, hey, how are things looking? Okay, so all of that leads me to Utah, which is the Beehive State. Yes. Right? That's kind of the nickname. Your former state. Yep. And uh, the the symbol of the state of Utah is a skep, right? Because it's the Beehive State. So it makes sense. Let's have a beehive. And if you look at the state flag, it's got a skep right in the middle of it, right? We're the Beehive State. So, of course, we would do that. Okay, here's the silly law. This is a very long-winded way of me sharing the, <laughs> the, the, the silly law. with He it. loves bees. The silly law is that skeps are illegal in Utah. <laughs> the beehive state bans beehives, <laughs> right? The old school beehives. Like literally, as a beekeeper, it is illegal for you to use these skeps. Now, 
the the argument behind the you know the bureaucrats in the department of agriculture is well if people use skeps then we can't get in and inspect for bee diseases and then they might be contagious and spread to other hives and i'm like are you kidding me like i get it right we all want healthy bees mm-hmm. but you're gonna criminalize people for for letting bees use a basket like they used for centuries and centuries and centuries. So that, that's my contribution to the silly law. Utah, the beehive state, bans skep beehives. <laughs> so this next one is one of my favorites. So in Tennessee, you are not allowed to hold public office if you have participated in a duel. What's a duel? So we're going to get into this. So back in the day, if someone insulted your honor in some way, or even just like publicly insulted you, like Connor, if I went up to you and people were around and I said, I don't like your hair. People would be like, oh, my goodness, you know, he was insulted and I might or you might challenge me to a duel. Now, for most of like history, these were actually illegal. So you would have to meet up in the early morning, like before the sun was up. And basically you take like I think it was like 10. You'd walk 10 paces so 10 steps, turn around and shoot each other. Like it's the dumbest thing ever. And like if you were lucky, you just got shot in the shoulder and like you went home and it was like, all right, well, now I'm not mad at you anymore. But a lot of people died. That's how Alexander Hamilton died. Right? It was in a duel. So either way, this was never taken off the books. And the reason this is so funny is because nobody duels anymore. I don't think you can find, I mean, I'm sure there's someone in Florida, because like Florida man, right? right. Who's probably dueled, but nobody's dueling. So you've got to wonder, like, why is this a law? So I wonder <laughs> if they define duel. Like if you're in a like a professional boxing match or something, would that be considered a duel? No, probably. it was actual, like it's actual old school revolver or whatever it is. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, part of the reason these laws are so silly is because they're so like self-evident. As as we've mentioned before, we all know it's wrong to hurt people or steal their stuff. We don't need any weird laws telling us this. You know, but in in Rhode Island, so here here in Rhode Island, the government wants it known that if you bite off someone's limb or like <laughs> like a finger, you could get up to twenty years in prison. Was, was there like an epidemic of the like were people but just going around biting off limbs all over? Yeah, I don't island? know. I mean, <laughs> who knows? But you'd think this would be something you just know not to do, right? And so, you know, Pennsylvania might have a law that's even sillier than the dueling law. It's illegal there to barter your baby. And I think all the kids already know from our Teletons books, barter means to trade something for something else. You know, hey, I'll give you an apple for that sandwich or whatever. Kids do it in the lunchroom at school all the time. And so if you live in Pennsylvania and we're thinking about, you know, trading your newborn baby for a new pair of shoes or something, you may want to think again because the government won't let you. That's so silly. So now I know a lot of you parents might be tempted to drive blindfolded while you're listening to this podcast. But if you find yourself in Alabama, you might want to think twice because it could cost you. And again, like this is one of the things I'm like, I don't know why the government needs to tell you this, but you are not allowed to drive blindfolded in Alabama. So now now you know. (laughs) I just wonder if lawmakers like take themselves seriously as they work on these things. Like like, I, I, I can't even this next one. Okay, in Arizona. It's illegal to let your donkey sleep in your bathtub. Makes sense. Now, to be fair, I read this one on the internet. So, you know, maybe they've since repealed the law. Hopefully so. But, you know, your donkey in your bathtub. So you have to find him another bed. Maybe maybe they repealed the law, you know, in the past few years. And so now donkeys can be in bathtubs, hopefully. Donkey freedom. There'll be links at the bottom so we can see. I think, actually, though, these were all laws that were still on the books so like these are things that like just somebody forgot to remove which is even it shows the incompetence of government even more 
But so in Arkansas, this one is, I, I want to know the backstory behind this one so badly. If you're driving through Arkansas after 9 p.m. and you happen to drive past a sandwich shop, let's say you're driving past Subway, you better not honk your horn because doing so could get you in a lot of trouble with the law. What? And I, again, I want to know the backstory here because it's just so silly because you can honk your horn in front of Subway at 8.59, but if it's 9, you're in for some real trouble. Well, and there's there's so many like local governments that have weird laws too. I know in my city for a while, I think they actually changed this a few years ago, but spitting on the sidewalk was illegal. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And playing with hoops, like like old school, like kids used to have like a little hoop with a stick and they'd kind of like run down the street and like, you know, keep keep hitting the hoop. You see like maybe pioneer kids or something, like, you know, uh, whatever. Anyways, playing with a hoop was, was illegal. Of course, I live in Lehigh, which for the parents... Uh, Lehigh, Utah was kind of the, the, the scene where they filmed Footloose. That's right. Uh, right. When you had uh, Kevin Bacon, you know, the church. And dancing for freedom. Dancing for freedom. So, so you get a lot of these like local government laws, like in California, apparently, um, there's uh, maybe it's a local city law. I don't know that it's statewide, but you know, let's say you lose your pet bird, but for some reason, you know, I guess you have a pet bird. Some people have a pet bird. <laughs> But you know you are you are unallowed. You you are prohibited from whistling for your lost bird. Like let's say you're trying to, you know, come on, come on back, right? If it's before seven a.m., you can't whistle. And and you know I like my morning sleep as much as anyone else. But how many times has someone whistled before seven a.m. to the degree where a neighbor had to like complain to the government to get a law like this passed? I I don't know. That's what's so funny to me. So this next one, I love this next one so much. I hate pickles a lot. They gross me out. They just, they're disgusting to me. So that's why this one stood out to me. In Connecticut, <laughs> if your pickle does not bounce, then it is deemed unfit for human consumption and you cannot sell your pickle. So this, and here's the backstory. I actually had to go find the backstory of this because I was like, wait, what? So there were two men arrested once after like the authorities, they were selling pickles and somebody got mad at them. And so these two men were picked up and the police were like, all right, if these pickles don't bounce, then we're, we're taking you to jail. Like, you're going to be arrested. And the pickles did not bounce. <laughs> oh, my heavens. This reminds me, just the other day, I saw <clears throat> on Twitter, there's this account, uh, Crime A Day. Yes. Uh, and uh, and so they post every single day on Twitter a federal crime. And these are so absurd. I mean, you want to know silly laws. Just, you know, have your mom or dad or, you know. Uh, whatever, you go look up on Twitter. The account is called Crime a Day, all one word. And and there's so many crazy examples. And I, I bring this up now because they were posting just the other day about how the FDA, the, the Food and Drug Administration and the federal government is exploring the idea about changing some of its cherry tart regulations. And they were considering... Like, like the pastry? <laughs> yes, like, like filling. They were saying, uh, you know... The, the, there's apparently regulations about how much cherries have to be in cherry tart filling in order to uh, call it cherry. Uh, it's a frozen cherry tart is what it was. You know, well, they had a few different examples, but like if your if your frozen cherry tart is more than four inches in diameter, right, four inches wide, you may not legally call it a cherry tart. And that, and, is, and that is the government telling you, right? Like, they, you have to call it a frozen cherry pie. So <laughs> if it's four and a half inches, the federal government, the founding fathers fought Britain to create, <laughs> now wants you to know that it has to be a frozen cherry 
Pi. I mean, we could go through these lists for hours, right? There's so many ridiculous laws on the books. And, and so we'll put on the show notes page some of the links Brittany mentioned. We'll link to the Crime a Day uh, yes. account as well. Plenty of examples there. But the point is that, you know, the government is constantly going around and making laws that are supposed to be for our own protection. Some of these laws are just like silly, right? Like the pickles and some like not biting off fingers are rather obvious. But you have to wonder like how dumb the government thinks we are. Individuals don't need uh, the government telling us what to do. No. And I mean, again, you should definitely not be trading your baby for pickles that don't bounce. We, we know that. But but again, the, they're just the, self-evident. Thank you for the reminder, Brittany. We will end <laughs> on that note. No trading babies for pickles. Until next time, Brittany. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.